Episode 5, Pence Puppy Speaks. Day 3 of the RNC is over, our pain, our suffering, our nausea is subsiding. This was Mike Pence's opportunity to shine the gaslight at America, to throw the spaghetti at the wall and see what stuck and to generally misstate, lie, and obscure the truth. Pence, spoke from historic Fort McHenry in Baltimore which is best known for its role in the War of 1812, when it successfully defended Baltimore Harbor from an attack by the British Navy from the Chesapeake Bay on September 13 to 14, 1814. It was first built in 1798 and was used continuously by the U.S. Armed Forces through World War I and by the Coast Guard in World War II. It was designated a national park in 1925, and in 1939 was designated a national monument and a historic shrine. So at least something historic happened there because the speech that the loyal Trump hound, Akea Pence puppy, gave will go down in history as a waste of space and time. Of Joe Biden Mr. Pence said, President Trump set our nation on a path to freedom and opportunity from the very first day of this administration. But Joe Biden would set America on a path of socialism and decline. In actuality, Trump and Pence inherited an economy that had bounced back from the Great Recession of 2008, an economy that was already expanding and quite healthy so taking credit for the economy would not seem to fit with the facts as they occurred. Pence then said that Trump has been fighting to protect the promise of America from the very first day of this administration. But Joe Biden would set America on a path of socialism and decline. There is no doubt that Donald Trump has worked tirelessly, between golf outings anyway, to secure the American dream. I couldn't agree more except for one thing. The American dream he is pursuing is not the dream of the American people and that which would better their lives, no, the American dream for Trump is whatever enriches him. What is good for Trump is good for the U.S. of A. Next the vice president went on to laud the administration's assault on the coronavirus. Remember that the Pence puppy was Donald's task force commander. Here is what he said. In our first three years, we built the greatest economy in the world. We made America great again. And then the coronavirus struck from China, Pence said. We built hospitals, we surged military medical personnel and enacted an economic rescue package that saved 50 million American jobs, he said, adding that no one who required a ventilator was ever denied a ventilator in the United States. I cannot disagree with what Pence barks out about what they did for the American people to assist them in this time of pandemic. Yes, they built hospitals, and staffed them with the military, and yes, there was an economic rescue package that saved some jobs very temporarily. The airlines are making plans for mass layoffs in September and small businesses nationwide are shuttering their doors because the promise promised. Relief did not trickle down to them because other small business such as sports teams sucked the coffers dry before mom's breakfast nook could get any of the money to protect the jobs of her staff. The remark that no one was ever denied a ventilator that needed one, well, so what? The Bible says once you have done everything that is required you should consider yourself an unprofitable servant. 
Pence and the Trump medicine show did less than nothing for the American people. Even today, they pretend that it is over. But let's go back to the beginning. Mr. Trump downplayed the seriousness of the pandemic from day one. We all know the quotes that his opposition rightly trots out, it's one person coming in from China and it will one day simply disappear. There is no need to restate all of the quotes here because they are common knowledge. Even his supporters must realize the department of the hole that Donald has dug for himself and they want to step back away from the edge so they do not fall into it. By the way, why did the administration buy, what was it, 30 million doses of hydroxychloroquine? Which one of Trump or Pence's friends lined their pocket for providing this drug to the nation? Trump, Pence, and his cronies set about making the virus a stronger opponent. They refused to take any responsibility for guiding the nation, putting all responsibility on the states. The idiot Jared Kushner even told us that the ventilators in the strategic stockpile were not intended for the states. Anyway, instead of one bidder for the available supplies that were needed, the Trump administration saw to it that there were 50, count them, 50 bidders for the same pool of goods. If something is in short supply and you have one bidder for it, well, the item might command a premium price because of the rarity of the item. But, if for the same item you have 50 bidders, well then, the sky is the limit. Even when a state was the successful bidder, they had to be sure that the federal government did not impound the products before it was delivered. Because the Trump administration failed in so many ways, they made America great again. We lead the world in the number of COVID cases and the number of deaths due to the virus. Mike Pence begs us to give Donald and him another four years. He must be joking. Hydroxychloroquine anyone? Karen Pence then came on and we experienced a moment of relief, a calm voice, one that did not lie. She thanked the military and their families for the hardships that they had to bear and thanked them for their service. I echo her thanks. Kellyanne Conway came on and thanked Trump for having her in a senior position on his staff. Not much meat on the bones of her talk. Goodbye Kellyanne, her last day is August 31st. I hope she can find an honest job. Senator Joni Ernst speaking from amongst the hay and farm equipment in a barn thanked the president for how he supported farmers. She didn't mention the trade war and how it hurt the farmers, why put a turd in the punch bowl, but she did say that when the pandemic hit, farmers knew that they had a friend in the White House. I don't know, if the farmers were treated half as good as the city folks, well, they were screwed, blued, and tattooed like the rest of us. Maybe the local Grange received a donation from Trump of 50,000 doses of hydroxychloroquine pills. Rep. Dan Crenshaw, a former United States Navy SEAL spoke next and claimed that the Trump administration had defeated ISIS and restored America's might. I guess all of the work done by the servicemen and women during the eight years of Obama and Biden was for nothing. There you have it. Tonight. August 27, Donald Trump will mount the stage to sounds of glory and hill, in his horrible, lousy, creepy way accept the nomination of the Republicans as their candidate for President of the United States. 
I don't know what he will say. He cannot point to his record, it would only emphasize his failures as president. The Trump years have been years of chaos and lawlessness. He probably doesn't want to point this out. Many of his good friends have been indicted, tried, and sent to jail, some of them he pardoned and got them out. He has interfered with military justice, freeing a war criminal who murdered at least one prisoner. He has taken the word of a witch doctor over the council of renowned medical experts when dealing with the coronavirus. Like the snake oil salesman of old, he constantly is coming up with cures for the coronavirus, which of course are not vetted by any medical expert. Ultimately, he walked away from the virus. He is leading the Republicans in wishing the virus away rather than dealing with it. He demanded that states reopen in spite of the fact that virus cases were on the rise thus allowing the virus to strengthen in him to preside over 179,000 deaths so far. He has turned his back on Puerto Rico and multiplied their sufferings. He has instructed Pence puppy to not call back governors who were not nice to Trump. He dispatched goon squads to kidnap Americans, throw them into unmarked vans and spirit them away. Maybe this is a trick he learned from either Vladimir Putin or Kim Jong-un. He lies about everything, he has the mentality of a mob boss and he is utterly incapable of feeling any empathy to anyone's suffering. He has even gone so far as to argue with and insult a gold star mother and father who lost their son in battle. If all of the things already mentioned are not enough to disqualify him, we must remember how he got into office. He did so with help from hackers and social engineers employed by Vladimir Putin. Putin, according to a Republican Senate report, interfered in the last election and according to intelligence sources the Putin people are at it again. Look, the President of the United States is an important job and many of the things that the President does are newsworthy. However, in previous years, it was possible to go a day or two without the president receiving more than passing mention in the news. Today, Donald Trump makes headlines every day for the outrageous things that he does. Thank heavens that the RNC is over after tonight. The battle will be joined. Will evil win and good lose? Will Trump secure four more years in office or will he be brought to trial for his crimes and receive time in prison? Only time will tell.